welcome to the Stephen Mansfield Audio Podcast. As you may know, from time to time, we take some time out of this podcast to answer questions about previous podcasts. And uh, I've got some today that relate to the talk that I did not too long ago about the election, uh, about Barack Obama, his faith, about uh, those running on the right and their faith. And so let me get right to those questions. Uh, One person has asked about uh, a statement I made that Barack Obama's popularity ratings were hovering only slightly above those of George W. Bush. Obviously, that needs some qualification. Just after 9-11, for example, George W. Bush's uh, popularity ratings were stellar. And he was, you know, in the 70, 80 percent range. His father had reached actually the 90 percent range, which was historic. Um, But I'm not speaking of those days. George W. Bush, by the end of his second term, uh, had popularity ratings. They really should be called unpopularity ratings um, in in the low 30s, in the low to mid 30s. Uh, Barack Obama is hovering in the low 40s right now. So what I mean, obviously, is that Barack Obama's popularity rating is is hovering uh, just slightly above George W. Bush's when he was at his most unpopular. And that's that's a real problem for a president with uh, Barack Obama's possibilities, with his sense of promise uh, to be just uh, after his the midterm. This low is is a little unusual. Presidents almost uh, presidential parties, the parties of presidents almost always suffer reversals at the midterm election. Um, but Barack Obama's numbers are not only much lower, he took a serious shellacking, as he said, at the midterm, and that, that those low numbers are continuing. So this is going to continue to be an issue. One of the things I mentioned in that podcast was the whole question of uh, Mormonism and that Mitt Romney was a Mormon, uh, is a Mormon, and that he uh, would not win the votes of a lot of people uh, on the right, particularly the religiously uh, informed right, and that there had been a stat even in the previous presidential election that indicated that as much as 40% of the Republican base would not vote for a Mormon. And and I assumed that people would know why, but but some don't, and that's perfectly understandable. These things aren't taught in schools and so on for the most part. Um, The bottom line is that a uh, what you might call a biblically oriented Christian, a Christian uh, who gains his or her theology from a fairly plain text reading of the Bible, does not consider a Mormon to also be a Christian. I know this is confusing for people outside of the Christian fold, um, but 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 the fact is that that Mormons believe, for example, that in the early 1800s, God the Father and Jesus Christ appeared to Joseph Smith and said that all other religions have missed the boat. They are they are wrong. They are not correct or, or accurate to truth. Um, and then Mormonism was revealed as a grand correction uh, to the inaccuracies of, of every other form of Christianity. So you can imagine <laughs> that most non-Mormon uh, denominations of Christianity aren't going to accept that as being true, and they're going to see Mormonism as a cult. But there are other things. For Christians, the central issue of whether something is a cult or not is the issue of Jesus Christ. And in Mormonism, Jesus Christ is not only understood as the brother of Lucifer, but he, he his sacrifice on the cross is not alone sufficient for salvation. Now, this gets into a little bit of Christian theological language, but the fact is that 
Christians need to understand that anyone who calls themselves Christian believe that Jesus Christ's sacrifice on the cross atoned for all of man's uh, wrongs and sins and reconnected man to God. Mormons do not believe that. They believe that Jesus uh, reintroduces man to God and then man must engage in a system of works in order to be fully saved. That, that by definition, makes them a cult. So as a result, those who are biblically based and the Republican base uh, are going to be suspicious of Mormons. This is a historic thing. It's been going on as long as there's been Mormonism in the world, um, and it's not going to stop in the upcoming presidential election. I mentioned that Newt Gingrich had taken on a, a newly embraced uh, Catholicism, that he has uh, apologized publicly for his previous lifestyle, which included affairs, uh, and even uh, dumping wives, uh, divorcing wives, you know, renouncing that divorce at the bedside of a wife who was dying of cancer in a hospital. So the question becomes, is his embrace of Catholicism just whitewash? Is it just political theater? And, you know, when it comes to a politician's faith, we have to be very careful. I certainly have had to be in my writings. You, you, you do not know the heart. You do not know the intentions. You do not know what's really happening in the soul. I mean, you cannot play God. By all accounts of those I've spoken to who know Newt, um, and when I've heard him myself, he seems to be a man who has embraced a faith that is meaningful to him. Um, I, I think he is a sincere Roman Catholic. Now, I don't imagine he's disturbed if the side effect of that is that he can uh, he has some way to explain his previous actions. Um, but he seems to be doing a serious mea culpa. He seems to be explaining that you know he was he, he's called his former actions sin and he's repented for them and apologized for them and even apologized to his former wives so as best we can tell from our distance the man does seem to be a sincere roman catholic who has repented about his sins what that means politically is up to the electorate to decide should we elect a man just because he's a sincere roman catholic no but we should elect a man in part in small part but in part uh, if he deals honestly and righteously with his past wrongs. And I think that that should be part of the picture uh, for Newt Gingrich, though, of course, it's not alone enough to elect him president. Uh, got some hilarious questions about Sarah Palin and uh, Michelle Bachman, and, and uh, basically they come down to, are they idiots? Um, Michelle Bachman was standing in Connecticut when she said that she was delighted to be in the state where Lexington and Concord began the American Revolution. Of course, she was in the wrong state. She should have been in Massachusetts. Um, she's also made statements about the Founding Fathers fighting against slavery, which, of course, they did not. They actually provided the legal basis for slavery. Um, I, I think that it's uh, important to recognize that Palin has the same situation. I'm sorry, Bachman has the same situation as Palin. Um, they are both intelligent, well-read people. Um, Bachman has completed law school and passed the bar exam. And I think we all know you can't just be a complete idiot uh, and pass the bar exam. But the problem is when they get on the air, when they get in the public eye, they are so performing, uh, so trying to be of a certain personality or of a certain type um, that I think they make very, very stupid statements. And this is the problem with Palin. Um, they're not stupid people. Again, well-read, well-educated. But but the problem is that when they're on stage, their brain's not fully engaged and they're trying to make, a, they're focused on the impact they're trying to make rather than on the facts of what they're saying. And they both have made unbelievably stupid statements publicly. Um, I don't think either one of them have a serious shot at the presidency. I'm now in question about where Palin, whether Palin is even going to run. 
uh, because I think she has so damaged herself by her public statements and her viciousness. Um, it's pretty obvious Michelle Bachman's going to run. She may just be running for, she's young, so she may be running for future races. You know how you run progressively over several different presidential elections and then finally you get enough clout to be able to win. I don't know what she's thinking. She doesn't have much of a shot. Um, but I think that if she continues to make these outlandish statements about history and geography and that it's going to outshine her, whatever political virtue she might bring to the race and she's going to be in serious trouble. Uh, there, there, there's, uh, there's one more uh, person we want to consider in this as far as silly statements are, are made, are concerned, uh, and that is Mike Huckabee. Uh, Mike Huckabee uh, said that a Barack Obama had been raised uh, in Kenya and was raised a, a Muslim, and of course that's completely untrue. Um, and I think that, that part of the problem is that we're, we're seeing that these people do not have good staff work. They are not thinking while they're engaging their mouths. Um, they are they are listening to internet rumor, and it's not serving them well. And I don't think it's serving the electoral process well. I want to cl- I want to close this by saying it's very very important that we get off this issue of Barack Obama being a Muslim. Um, e- even if I was a consultant to Mike Huckabee, I would say don't bring this up again. Uh, the man was never a Muslim. He lived for five years in Indonesia with uh, when his stepfather took his family there. Um, you cannot become a Muslim until you are uh, have entered a, a puberty and you make a confession of faith. There, there is no God but Allah and Muhammad is his prophet. Um, Barack Obama never did that when he returned to the States in his, when he was 12 years old. He either lived as an atheist or as a Christian for the rest of his life to this day. And so this is a silly, silly thing um, that is going to backfire, I think, on candidates who try to bring it up, particularly since Barack Obama um, is, I think, without question going to come to the race with a newfound embrace of his Christianity. So I recommend that all Republican candidates stay away from this issue, and I think it needs just simply needs to go away. So those are the questions. I think we're going to have a very, very interesting race, and I think already uh, some of the significant candidates on the right are shooting themselves in the foot by their misstatements um, and by their outlandish claims that are easily disproven about Barack Obama. <laughs>